This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ community radio station, Joy 94.9. Yeah, now this morning, Macy Gray was on the line. Yep. And um, had a chat with Adam from Wednesday Breakfast. Yes, and uh, we said, Adam, you're not having that on your own show. We're going to have it on ours. Yes. There was a fight that went back and forth. We had to resolve it with rock, paper, scissors. Yep. Guess who won? Who? It Here looks it like you're heading down under to Australia. I hear that you're playing at the Athenaeum Theatre. Yeah, we can't. We're, we're still on our way. We're all flying out tomorrow and over the moon. I can't wait to get there. The new album has these really great songs on it that we're going to play live when we get there. It'll be the first time we've played the record live in Australia. So I'm looking forward to people's reaction and sharing that with them and uh, seeing what they think, you know. The album that was released late last year called The Way? Yes, yeah, called The Way. Ten really great songs. We're going back and forth on what we're going to do uh, this year as far as like the next single and, and how we're going to launch it and stuff like that. So we're in the middle of that right this second. But yeah, it's a great album. I, I, I recommend it highly. Hands is a great song. So is Stoned. But for me, Me With You is a pretty cool song. Yeah, everyone says that. that that's cool that you said that because I, I love that song. Well, I have to say a big congratulations on the 8th Studio album. The Way is out on Spotify and on iTunes. Yeah, it's it's everywhere. So grab a copy of The Way uh, 8 Studio album. Congratulations. And also head to ticketech.com.au and pick up. There's only a few tickets left, I think, to go and see Macy Gray live the Saturday, the 7th of March at 8 p.m. I am actually traveling over to Malaysia tonight for a friend's wedding that's on Saturday night. And I am kind of debating saying, you know what? Macy Gray's kind of in town. I don't know if I want to go to the wedding anymore. <laughs> Well, you know, like I said, there is the internet. You can stream one of us. You can either stream my concert or you can stream your friend's wedding. Either way. I'm going to call you the queen of R&B and soul because I did grow up with you. Macy Gray, it's been such an honour and a pleasure to chat with you today. Um, good luck with Thanks the concert so here in Melbourne. And if you get a chance, pop by the studios and say hi on some free time when you're down under. Oh, uh, well, thank you. That's Adam Samuel chatting to Macy Gray oh, earlier today. That was nice. I like that. Love it. Yeah. I mean, she's a laugh. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it'd be a good concert. Now there's a new venue in Richmond that's recently opened its doors. Well, I love the fact that new theatres are somehow popping up all around Melbourne. This one's called The Owl and Cat. It's an intimate 40-piece theatre. Love it. And we're joined by the co-artistic directors, Gabriel and Thomas. Hi, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. Oh, now, The Owl and Cat. I mentioned 40 40 seats, yeah? Yep. yep. Nice and cosy. Yeah, Very cosy. And I also, it is a new venue, but what was it? Previously known as the owl and the pussy cat. So you oh, dropped the pussy. Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just everyone said owl and cat anyway, oh. and the website domain is owlandcat.com. is literally that practical. Right. And we just thought, oh, we'll just make a fresh start, new logo. There's going to be some girls listening that aren't very happy that you've dropped the pussy. Well, sorry. <laughs> 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 it's all right. They should get down there anyway. Hey. Well, yeah, you can still drop the pussy on the dance floor. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, there what is it, what is it about the venue then? Because you haven't been there very long, have you? No, it's been two months, right. so we've been cleaning, painting, decorating, getting hands-on. Like on. an episode of The Block. Yeah. Yes. It's been fun. It's been but really you're, fun. Lots of you're, work. you're well and truly open because you've got a gig on there at the moment, haven't you? Yes. 
Thomas, so what, Thomas, tell us, like, what uh, I know that the theatre has a particular kind of work that you want to sort of showcase. What are the sort of shows that people are going to see down at the Allen Cat? Well, hopefully, I'm personally drawn to provocative work. Oh. So I like things that provoke people. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, um, yeah, so. Yeah, if you want to be provoked, come down to the Alan Cat Theatre. Give us some examples. Like, what kind of, what sort of things do you think are uh, fitting the uh, realm of provocative? I I think everyone's got uh, their own personal um, things that provoke themselves. Yeah, well, the next one that you've got coming up is Pizza Man. What's that about? It's about two women who set out to rape a pizza man. Wow. And it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah, it's actually (laughs) hysterical. So it's actually a look at sexism, which is is really interesting the way it's done. Um, But there is a man who gets tied to a couch and it's it's good fun, really Mm. good fun. We've got a few other ones coming up, like Alice is about two uh, parents who murder their child. So basically if you come and see a show here, you will be punched in the face with something. Right. Um, That's the plan. So I must say, like, and Michael's probably the same, you know, we love a little bit of tap dancing and show tunes, but... Yes. God, it's fun sometimes to see something where it's like, oh my God, I can't a believe they just did that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, and we love that as well. We like people to go <gasps> and, and have to deal with that emotion. And after the current show we've got on at the moment, people are coming out and going, was it really necessary to have the guy standing there naked for eight minutes? And we're like, yes, yeah. for this very reason. I'd and they're like, I'd oh. be all right. I'm all right. Yeah. <laughs> Why not longer? Mm. <laughs> Minutes. I mean, yeah. Longer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah well. Now, um, I guess with that, it's an intimate venue then, isn't it? Yes, it is. So it's right there for you to enjoy. <laughs> it's very close. Close viewing. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh, Pizza Man. We've got Flesh Eating Tiger. Yep. You are exactly right in that there's a whole range of really kind of provocative, uh, I don't know, titles there, provocative kind of pieces. Yeah. yeah, and contemporary. Like So basically, you know, anything you come and see, we want it to be relevant to our lives now. And we want it to be new work to encourage and support new artists. Why? What, what led you to put this together? Well, I've performed at the Owl and the Pussycat mm-hmm. three times before. Um, and Thomas and I met at university and we both on the same page with what we want to do. And then the opportunity came up and we thought, stuff it. Let's just throw our lives into this and make some art and see what happens. But why particularly provocative pieces? Oh, because otherwise it's boring and there's no point. Oh. We want to we instigate some sort of thought, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a place for entertainment and having fun and musicals, absolutely. And that's great. But for us personally, we're sort of a bit intense, which is why we named our first season intense <laughs> um, I mean, we just like it there's nothing better for me when I walk out of the theatre just thinking uh, that uh, I don't know having to deal with I really something. enjoyed that pizza man <laughs> being raped yes <laughs> yes <laughs> That's my kind of. I love play. going to shows where their mum and dad kill their kids. Like, <laughs> but, but you are right. You sound I mean, so morbid. But, this is horrid. But this <laughs> stuff happens, yes. and you know, if it you gets you thinking about it. And I've never sat in a theatre where I've watched something like that, and I kind of want to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a fun I night want out. The eight minutes of the nude man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to be giving away a season pass for mm. this, so you can go along and watch. Um, I think pretty much all of the productions for a year, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. Ish. You can come to any eight shows you like. Eight so 
Yeesh. So you might amazing. not want to see one about exactly. You might not want to see one about people murdering their children. That's fine. You never know. <laughs> You'll get the choice of any eight amongst the seventeen of the year. Wow. So that is a great prize. And uh, what people can do now, if they want more info, is go to owlandcat.com.au. Check out the shows. But I tell you what, if you're a Joy member, there's bound to be seven or eight shows on the list yes. that you're going to want to go and see. Mm, so you're damn right. Get down. This is you're in Richmond, Swan Street, Richmond. Alancat.com.au is your website. What a great prize. We'll wish you all the best and Thank we'll be giving so this away much. for the next little while. Great. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. Thanks for having Cheers. us. Love it. Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Fine. But we're not alone, Glenn, are we? Not right now, no. No, we have a guest who's going to tell us all about their production that opens this week. And it is, um, it's happening all on the 6th, it opens, isn't it? It's yes. called Dream Logic. Yeah. This man is a professional dancer, and we are very excited to uh, welcome <laughs> James Ash. Wealthy, James Welsh. I keep getting Welsh. that wrong, I could get that wrong. James Welsh, be welcome Welsh, to Royal Dalton. You can call me anything, I'll no, respond. No. It's well, we want to know all about it. It is, um, as, as Glenn mentioned, it's called Dream Logic. Um, what is Dream Logic all about? Dream Logic is a contemporary dance piece. Mm-hmm. It's a duet uh, for two men. Um, and it's about uh, neurology and the subconscious. Right. So why? Why? Well, because the, the co-creator, Amy McPherson, and I, uh, the co-creator of the show, we both have people in our families who are, as we say, not neurotypical. Mm-hmm. So I have someone in my immediate family who has had a very challenging life experience with schizophrenia. Mm-hmm. And equally in Amy's family, she's had some very challenging experiences with um, neurological disorders. Uh, so we both had this thing in common. And she and I went to uni together. We went to the Victorian College of the Arts right here in Melbourne. Mm. And we we met 10 years ago, actually, so in uh, 2005. Mm. So we graduated in, in at the end of 2007. 2008, we formed this dance company, Phantom Limbs. And we've been going ever since. And uh, the very first kind of research we started working on was about kind of, kind of mental health and about um, how, how different people perceive the world. And then our work kind of changed and became a bit more about kind of fantasy and collaboration and just different things. But now we've made this big return and we've come back to the duet as the form and we're looking at psychology as um, psychology and neuroscience as the theme for this show. So Why is it um, uh, you and uh, um, you and Amy put it together? Why is it not you and Amy doing it? Well, sometimes it's it's really difficult to make a work and to be in a work. Right. When it's so specific and highly choreographed, sometimes you just don't know if it looks any good, you know. So we we decided for this show that Amy and I... Amy and I started making it together as a right. duet. And then about halfway through the process, we were like, actually, you know what? Amy said, I want to step out. I want to make this from the outside. So we got another dancer, James Andrews, who I've, I've worked with in other contexts and who's great. And he stepped in and it kind of, it really helped the flow of rehearsals and having Amy as an outside eye really made the, made the piece, it gave a lot of clarity. How do you put that stuff that you mentioned in terms of the way people with mental illness perceive things differently from people without mental illness and so on and so forth. How do you then put that onto stage? Well, good question. Um, I mean, that's... Thank that, you. That's that a- may be our only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I 
I think it's an interesting question. It's always interesting how how does subjects like this relate to dance? Well, you know, dance, the primary medium of dance is the body in movement. So we're looking at different ways uh, we can choreograph the body. With a duet, you have another body as counterpoint. So the this interest in sort of mental health was the starting point. But during the process of making the show, it inevitably kind of goes somewhere else and becomes its own thing. So what we've done in the show is we've, we've explored this, this concept in Jungian psychology, Jung, mm-hmm. uh, of, of the shadow self. So the, the whole thing is about the aspects of your personality that you don't know about. These, you know, sort of like the, the dark side of the moon, these kind of, you know, um, binaries that exist uh, in... In some form. So, this kind of hidden self that you're not necessarily aware exists as you're going about your day-to-day life. Yeah, exactly. And you bring that out, I guess. Yeah, yeah. In in the duet, it's kind of, you know, the like the image of a, the yin and yang, mm-hmm. the, the black and white and the, the black within the white and the white within the black. That's, that's a very big aspect of the show. So, the whole show is kind of done in a circle. Um, we use. Uh, we were looking. We were doing some research into neuroscience and looking at how the brain works as a circuit and electrical currencies in the brain. So we've created a, b- a big circuit of fans on the floor, high-powered floor fans. Right. Like, you know the kind of Beyonce. Oh uses. yeah, we love that. Oh, yeah, so definitely. We love, we love the mm. wind machines. Mm. I mean, not fan wind machines. Mm. Um, so we've created a, a circle of them, and in the show we we blow up. I think it's about 99 balloons. And because they're in this circle, um, they, it creates a vortex. And so the, the reason the balloons are in there is because it's air that was once in my body. It's now out um, in the space. And so it's like this metaphor for kind of the boundaries of your body being a bit um, blurred. Mm-hmm. So we, we fill the space up with these balloons. There's this giant circle of fans and they blow this vortex so the balloons can never leave. They blow up into the sky and then they drop down and then they blow up again. And we do the show in that vortex. So it's very visually kind of striking. I would imagine it is, yeah. Well, I like doing it. Well, yeah. there you go. It keeps you cool on a hot day. And this is a brand new. This is this is brand never been done, is it? spanking new. We open on Friday, world premiere. And where will you go after this? Was it going around uh, well, no, no plans for it to tour yet. We'll kind of, you know, fingers crossed the first season goes well. Yep. But I feel like, you know, Melbourne audience is always, always very honest and we'll, we'll get this kind of feedback after this week of performing. Yeah. If maybe it'll have a life after that or if, you know, it was a... And it'll be what you guys feel about it as well, won't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. If, well, if we want to keep going with it. But. Brilliant. It's all happening at the North Town Hall. Kicks off on the 6th of March and runs to the 10th. So people are going to need to be quick to get into this. It's called Dream Logic. Just if you want more info, go to darabinarts.com.au. Dream Logic by Phantom Limbs at the North Town Hall. All the best, James Wellsby. Oh, thank you so Enjoy. much. Enjoy. Now, uh, playing at the Butterfly Club is Emma Claire Ford's show, Laugh Until I Cry. And we thought, well, why not get her in yeah. and hear all about it? Hi there, Emma Claire Ford. Welcome Hello. to the Royal Daltons. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Now, you open tonight. I do, in a couple of hours. Wow. Can you believe it? Are you ready? Yeah, of I reckon I am. I'm are. nervy and I'm excited, but mostly excited. Yes. Now, now let's on, we just say that, uh, well, first of all, I think we need to paint a bit of a picture because mm. uh, this is what some of the reviews have said about this show. This is what Cabaret is all about. Oh, yeah. An incredible voice, a pint-sized powerhouse of talent, or faultless. Ah! 
Well, if that isn't uh, going to get people it's along there. just putting the pressure on. Did that you write They are those. very kind <laughs> reviews. I didn't. My husband did. No, nice. <laughs> Good on him. Now, what is it about? Give us a little bit about it because I know it's got a varied selection of music in it. It certainly does, yeah. It's kind of a jazz-inspired soundtrack. Uh, we've got some old jazz standards uh, by Gershwin and Berlin, lovely people like that. Like what? Go on, name them. Um, we've got All of Me. Oh, I like we've that. We've got um, Lilac Wine. Yeah. We've got Fascinating Rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then we've got some modern stuff by Adele and Beck and um, Ben Folds even. So we've got oh, a real mix I love those artists. Yeah, so do I. And I get to sing it all tonight mm-hmm. for the rest of the week. Um, but theme-wise, um, this is a bit of a different show for me because usually I write very narrative kind of driven stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is really kind of theme-based um, and idea-based, which is nice. So, it's so what does that a, mean? It's a kind of a series of musings about uh, being a grown up really and uh, one of the main topics is anxiety uh-huh. and uh, although that's quite a heavy topic I'm trying to approach it with a sense of humour mm-hmm. and um, just kind of remind everybody that those nasty niggly little thoughts we have at night that keep us awake don't make us crazy they so, make so us what, human. So what is being a, a grown up uh, for you? Being a grown up for me well look I've got a pretty good life I have to admit I you know travel around all the place singing and acting and dancing mm. and um, you know so I've got a really good life in that way um, but also I have struggled with anxiety throughout my life um, particularly as an adult in the last kind of five years or so so I'm just it's just a chance for me to share those experiences with other people and maybe start a bit of a conversation about it and uh, as you don't really yeah. want them to answer back though do you it's no. just a conversation no only we can have a conversation in our about brains. it the yeah. in the bar afterwards it. I'm happy yeah, to have yeah. a conversation about it but it's do you mean it's like kind of like bringing awareness, but also going, okay, this doesn't have to be something that is debilitating Absolutely. or that affects you in your day-to-day life, but it is, you know, something that's there that if we talk about it, it's a little bit kind of... Scary. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And do you, what do you like with a to-do list? With a to-do list? Oh, look, I'm a manic with a to-do list. Do you, are you, you organised like that then? Very much. I'm a control freak. And what do you like when you so. don't get everything on your to-do list? Oh, not very nice, no, Michael. No. no. I'm a big to-do list person. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, do you, what, do you write them on the... You know, do you do them in your mobile these days? No. Is it on your laptop? No, or is it it's, it's actually written down. My I like yes. a handwritten list as yeah. well. Oh, my yes. God. And the first thing I do on a Monday mm. is rewrite the to-do list. Oh, wow. What so you, you haven't got a schedule for your to-do list. I no. just do it as it comes to me. Right. All oh, right. Yeah. No. Mm. I just add things to it and cross things off. But yeah. then, although sometimes, like, you know, mid, like this week was a good week. Midweek, I had, like, crossed off three quarters of the list. Oh, that's right. very And productive. added other things. I'm like, well, I've got to rewrite this because it's, the page is just getting messy. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you have to keep order yeah order is good yeah Yeah. now glenn doesn't do cabaret but i reckon he bloody well could (laughs) i reckon next time i do this show we should have a chat yeah sure he would be a great guest come up with some extra material yeah easy definitely (laughs) done so why is it called laugh until i cry well for me um and will we uh, well it's there is humour in the show. It's not really a laugh out loud kind of show, but there's definitely a sense of humour to it, as I said before. But he honest, Claire. It's I love lovely it. to have someone no, so it's honest. A, you know, it's amusing, we normally have loads of liars on this. It's not program. laugh out loud. Mm. It's not that kind of show, but it is a it is a warm show. Um, and for me, the the title is well. Laughing and crying are such similar things for me. I do cry when I laugh nearly every time. My brother and I, it's, it must I be love that. It's, it's a little bit embarrassing, to be honest. Um, so maybe it's just because I'm a bit highly strung. But the two are so close, laughing and crying, and they're both such a release. And uh, you've been saying that uh, it's kind of a semi-autobiographical 
piece. It yeah. is, definitely, yeah, about my own experiences with anxiety and um, adulthood and all of the uncertainties and, and hope and fear and all those things that come with that. Well, a nice little message came in uh, by someone anonymous who says, bless her gorgeous heart, hope uh, her advice helps others who are struggling. Thank you. Yeah. It's lovely, isn't message. it? Very lovely. I reckon when you go and watch something, though, you can always, you know, you always know if it's something that's meaningful like that. So it yeah. does make a difference. Not that it really matters if it's not, you know, as long as you, you know, get a good gig. But, you know, these ones are more poignant, if you like. Yeah, you can tell if something is personal. Yeah. Now, you're playing at the Butterfly Club. Oh. You're open tonight oh, through to Sunday. So people need to uh, get down there this weekend. Um, but people can go along for nothing if they yes. want to. We, not just everyone. They've no. got to win the prize. Oh, yeah, it's a double. <laughs> and you, if you want to go along, uh, you can get in on this right now if you just write Emma. And uh, if you write Emma in an SMS or email, or Emma at the Butterfly Club, or Emma Clare Ford, or Laugh Until I Cry, basically, you get in there any now. Any versions of those things. Yes. Um, and you can get a double pass to any night this week. Yeah, 0427 JOY949 or email on at joy.org.au. Laugh Until I Cry. It's by Emma Clare Ford. It's at the Butterfly Club until Sunday. Go to butterfly, thebutterflyclub.com for more info. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.